Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. Hello, it's Chris. You've heard me before on this channel. Um, let me tell you, when we at the Podfix Network are running an advertisement, it's because we really believe in the company. We often go to the company and ask to work with them directly and then vet their product. And I'm really excited to be working with MeUndies. MeUndies offers a great quality product. I'm even wearing them right now. I would wear two pairs if I could. So we all know some are sweaty and hot, but your tushy doesn't have to be that way. With MeUndies light and breathable Micromoto fabric, you can stay comfy and cool all summer long. I don't know what Micromoto fabric is, but it feels incredible against my skin, and I would build a fort out of MeUndies and live in it if, you know, the wife and kids would let me. They have uh, super fun seasonal prints like Star Wars, Mickey Mouse, Jack and Sally, and, and don't worry if you're one of those people that doesn't want to have any fun in their underwear, you just want solid colors, they've got that too. Plus... They have tons of styles to choose from in sizes from extra small to 4XL. And I wish I was extra small, but that doesn't matter. You can bring the beach to your buttocks without ever leaving your living room. If you do dare to turn off the new season of Stranger Things and venture to the Pooler Beach, check out their new and improved swimwear styles. I like the one with sharks on it. They're soft, stretchy, and substantially made. Make it a soft summer with MeUndies. Now, since you're listening to me here at Podfix, uh, you have a great offer coming your way. For first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. If you sign up for their free-to-join membership, you can apply that 15% off to their already discounted membership prices. How cool is that? So to get 15% off your first order and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Podfix. That's P-O-D-F-I-X. MeUndies.com slash Podfix. And remember, stay fresh and cool, cheese bags. Hi, my name is Damien Winchester, and this is the Super True Crime Podcast. Episode 5, The Instagram Murderer. I'm Damien Winchester. Our story deals with Melissa Tander, an ordinary Instagram influencer, cosplay model, and unofficial McDenny's spokeswoman. But what happens when ordinary angry issues, lack of eight hours of daily sleep, and the constant diet of over-salty fries finally come together? Well, it can only mean one thing. Murder. 
We are going to uncover what led up to the day when a simple planned trip to McDenny's, which was the same planned trip that had been taken 412 consecutive days in a row, led to one lost life and one uneaten McDenny's meal. But first, we must travel to Tampa Bay, Florida, with its miles of beaches and miles of hot, sweaty, sunburnt tourists and locals, all looking for their next gourmet bottled water. Oh sure, there are plenty of brands to choose from. Brands like Zipline Hills, Hey You Aquafine, Evens, Ouija, Smartless Water, and many others, all with their own levels of fluoride and alkaline. But today, Tampa Bay seemed to be on the lookout for something new, something different. And also today, Melissa Tander was just not having it. Melissa started her day just like any other day. She woke up, took 15 to 35 ordinary Instagram photos of herself all tagging her favorite place to eat and sponsor McDenny's, which was a Tampa Bay local eatery. The owners had taken an old burnout McDonald's, fixed it up, and served a Denny's menu that was popular in 1996. It was drive-through only, and often that line would be backed up, which was irritating, but not unexpected. Melissa had planned to get her lunch and then dinner there later, which was part of her three-figure endorsement deal. Today, she's going to bring her best friend Hillary with her, and afterwards, they were going to go shopping among the pier restaurants and make fun of the local shop owners, as they were often to do on these sweaty, balmy summer afternoons. Melissa had called Hillary the night before to finalize the plans, to which Hillary had said, No problemo, but we will soon learn that indeed it would become a major problemo. For you see, Melissa had been calling and texting Hillary all morning, and Hillary had not been responding. Not answering the phone was one thing that Melissa could understand, as she generally didn't like talking on the phone herself. But not answering a text was emotionally cruel and Melissa was now mad she was not only mad but she was mad mad you know like in emotion and in the head mostly in the head because Melissa had issues and she was not one you wanted to make mad but we had far succeeded that there was no turning back and it was going downhill fast. Melissa got her 92 Corolla with the intention of driving to Hillary's house to give her a piece of her anger. She had a special angry hat that she always wore to let the world know what state of mind she was in. And currently, her mind state was not good. The hat was a trucker's mesh ball cap with the pony Twilight Sparkle and the word brony across the rim. Obviously, Melissa was not a brony, but she had found the hat in a lost and found in an Applebee's in Michigan, and the colors on the hat 
were on point. So she took it. This was not Melissa's first crime, if you could really call it a crime. After all, it was just a hat some schmuck left in Applebee's in Michigan. It could not have been that important to them, or they would have remembered it in the first place. At least, that was the justification Melissa used to swipe the hat from the eatery over five years ago. But that's not neither here nor there. Melissa forgot she was already wearing a hat, one of those floppy sun hats in faded yellow, and stuck the brony hat right on top of it and headed very mad to Hillary's house to find out just why the hell she was ignoring her texts and phone calls. The drive was a quick half hour, which is pretty good for driving in the Tampa Bay area, but not so good when you're angry and hangry. And Melissa was more than angry and hangry. She was bipolar. Police reports state that Melissa drove straight to Hillary's house, got out of her car, knocked on the door, and when Hillary answered, Melissa stabbed her 20 times in the chest and one time in the ankle, and then drove away. There is no witnesses except one, and Miss Angela turns the elderly, typical nosy neighbor who just happened to be peeking out from behind her blinds when she thought she heard a cat knock it over her garbage cans. When indeed, there was clearly no cat and certainly no garbage cans. Melissa then got back in her car, blood all over her two hats, shirt, pants, and shoes, and drove straight to our studios after the murder. So please, welcome my in-studio guest, straight from the killing of her best friend, Hillary, Melissa. Alleged murder. Well, I mean, there was a witness. So they say, but the witness was elderly, nosy, and typical, and looking for a non-existent cat and non-existent trash can. And there was a dead body. There could have been a dead body there before. I'm not going to pull any punches in this interview. I hope you understand that. I would accept nonetheless. Did you ever get your McDenny's? I did not. I'm actually really hungry and bipolar right now. Uh, I have a bowl of mints right over there, if that helps. Oh, thank you. Wait, are these strawberry mints? Indeed they are. Aren't you afraid of being caught? Of eating mints? No, you offered them to me. No. Aren't you afraid of being caught after you just killed a person? Doesn't it seem weird to stop here instead of getting as far away as possible? I figured I'd have some time. How so? Well, no one knows anything yet. There will have to be police investigation and putting together the story before they come to me as a suspect. Except... We have already started to broadcast the story. But this isn't live, is it? Well, no. So I have time? I guess so. Maybe a week. Maybe more. I'm lazy when it comes to editing. Do you have anything else to eat besides strawberry mints? I have a, a microwavable French bread pizza in the freezer. Well, that sounds good. I'll be right back. I don't think Melissa understands how much trouble she's in. If she did, she would not be cooking a French bread pizza right now. She'd be cooking a frozen lasagna 
and then driving as far away as possible. You only had one French bread pizza left. I ate it. That's fine. Do you have anything to drink? There's a couple of Pepsi Clears in the garage. Okay, I'll be right back. The next question would be, what is Melissa going to do now? She's killed her best friend and is on the run. Eh, Sort of. And is talking to us and drinking our last sodas. That was really gross. How old were those sodas? I don't know. I think like 30 years. Ew. So what is your plan? Plan? Yes, you just you just killed someone. Are you going to go to Mexico? Why would I do that? I don't like tacos. Who doesn't like tacos? Me. Alrighty then. No. I was thinking you may want to go to Mexico to hide from the law. Oh, gosh, no. Isn't there a wall I would have to climb to get there? I don't have a plan yet, except at some point to go to McDenny's. They have the best fries. Are you not worried about going to jail? No, I'm innocent. How are you innocent? You just stabbed your best friend in the chest. Correction, I stabbed my best friend in the chest and once in the ankle. Yes. You just stabbed your best friend in the chest and once in the ankle. Everyone makes mistakes. I apologize. It's all good. How did you apologize to a corpse? The same way you would apologize to a living person. I walked up to her and I said, Hey, my bad. I got a little out of hand there. I'm so sorry. And what did Hillary say? She didn't say anything. She was dead. Yes, because you deaded her. I get that, but she bled on my only pair of white shoes I own. Now they're red and white. If I wanted red and white shoes, I would have bought red and white shoes. I would say we are pretty even. How so? She ruined my shoes. I killed her for that. I think the police may have found you. It could be a fire truck. I don't think so. They sound different. This is the police. Open up. We know you're in there. Do you still think it's a fire truck? Technically, the police could have used a fire truck to get here. Probably not. How do you think they found me? Probably your car. Are you still driving the same car? Yes, it's the only car I have. So, with the eyewitness... Which was a senile old cat lady, I'm not so sure she was a good witness. Nonetheless, she probably saw you drive away in your car. Did she see me apologize, or did she only see what she wanted to see? Open up! We got this place surrounded! It sounds like they got this place surrounded. That would be to my understanding. We've never had the studio under siege before. If you don't come out peacefully, we are coming in unpeacefully. Sounds like they got you. Not while I have a belly full of French bread pizza. Do you have a window? Uh, yeah, right behind me. I'm going out that window. Okay, that's fine. Just raise the blinds first. No time. Melissa, at one time, had a bright future ahead of her, but not no more. Social media, endorsement deals, and hangry will do strange things to the young. Today's world is so much different than the world of just 10 years ago. Is it harder on our young people? Some would say yes. Some would say no. Some would say, 
get off my doorstep. I don't want to answer you any questions. And please, for God's sake, put on some pants. I'm Damian Winchester, and this is The Super True Crime Podcast. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.